Please stand for the reading of God's word. Our scripture reading today is taken from Matthew 7, verses 7 through 12. If you have your Bibles, please turn there with me. Matthew 7, verses 7 through 12. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it is opened. Or what man is there among you whom, when his son asks for a loaf, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, he will not give him a snake, will he? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give you what is good to those who ask him? In everything, therefore, treat people the same way you want them to treat you, for this is the law of the prophets. This is the word of the Lord. It's absolutely true and given to us in love. Amen. You may be seated. Let's pray. Fathers, we enter in this time of instruction and preaching. We, will you glorify your word in our hearts? May it enlighten the unlearned, awaken the careless, reclaim the wandering, establish the weak, comfort the feeble-minded, and make us a people ready for our Lord's return. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Brothers and sisters, I stand before you today um, clearly on the strength of the Lord. I have, I have no strength um, on my own. I'm broken. I'm struggling. My heart aches. You guys know for a while we've been watching my dad decline, watching my dad get closer and closer to his Lord and Savior. This morning they told us he has 72 hours, if that. And so... My heart hurts. <laughs> but I got joy. Because it's not lost. He won't be lost. He'll be ushered into the presence of his Lord. But I struggle with the thoughts of him not being here. Not being able to pick up the phone. And say, hey, daddy. Hear him say, son, my dad hasn't spoken in about three weeks. He's just laying there. But his last words to me was, I love you, son, and thank you. So those are things that I will hold near and dear to my heart. It's his heart. It's hard to stand here today. So I ask that you would just pray for me as I stand. But I also have some other news. Um, Sonia and I have um, been invited up to a church as a candidate. And we'll go up in a, in a couple weeks. They've asked me not to announce it publicly until 
the church name until they have announced it to their church. But it will be in a couple of weeks, we'll be going up um, as a candidate for a church. Um, so that's, that's a plus. Amen. And that's also a challenge. So I ask that you guys would uh, pray, pray for us. So from the scriptures that was read to us today, um, we found just from last week, Jesus had given this warning about judging, not simply judging, but being uh, harsh in our judgments, being hypocritical in our judgments. He wanted us from last week to, to y'all remember this, sweep around our own front door before we sweep around somebody else's. Not be so concerned with other people's sin and, and forgetting about our own. It is very quick for us to recognize what's wrong with somebody else and, and, and appear that we don't understand that we got issues as well. And not only that we have issues, but our issues are often bigger than the ones that we're identifying with someone else. So today we're talking, Jesus is telling his, his disciples to, uh, to follow, to go after, to go to the Father for all their aid, that the Father would aid us. And how he talks to them, he says this in, in verse 7. He says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who acts receives, and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. So what he's saying is he's encouraging them to have a relationship with the Father. He's encouraging them to talk to the Father. There are various passages throughout the Scripture that encourages us to pray to God. Jeremiah 29 says this, you will seek and find me when you seek me with your whole heart. So that's, that's an invitation to, to seek God, to, an invitation to look for him, an invitation to talk to him. Now, I, I, know, I know somebody might be saying, how can we look for God? How, how, how can we search for him? Well, brothers and sisters, I want you to know that he's here always present. He's always in the midst of us. If you are a believer, he is actually with you. Amen? So you can talk to him. You can uh, ask him questions. You can seek him. You can knock for him. John 14 says this, when we asked of him, I will do whatever you ask in my name. Is that not good news? Brothers and sisters, that's good news right there. We'll talk about that for a moment because, you know, we, we, can, we can ask some crazy stuff. Can we not? <laughs> and so it says, if, if you ask, I will do whatever you ask in my name. Then it says this, James 1, if any man lack wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously. So what am I saying to, her, to you is that we're encouraged throughout the scriptures to seek God for those things that we need. We're encouraged throughout scripture to ask God for those things that we need. Isn't that good news? 
Because, you know, we, 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 we are timid sometimes about asking others for things that we need. We ought to be more timid to go to the Father when you don't know him. You ought to, listen, brothers and sisters, just thinking. Sometimes I've heard people say, I, I, can't, I can't pray for that. I can't pray to God for that. Why not? He's the only one who can do it. <laughs> he is the only one who can do it. And, and listen, it's too big. It's so much. And, and it was like, I, I just don't feel right asking. If you don't feel right asking God, who will you feel right asking? Amen. I, I need us to understand that sometimes we can ask a brother or sister for something, and they do it. it hey, listen, it's God at work. We need to see that that is God at work. How many times have you asked someone for something, and they, they, they've said no? <laughs> but, but you've gone to people, and you've asked them for the most challenging thing, and, and they have said, oh, yeah, we can do that. We can do that. We can get that done. And you ever been surprised when that happened? Is God at work. Is God at work. When you thought that person would say no, but that person has really began to think about that. Let me think about that. And, and most times when people say, let me think about that, what does that mean? That means no. But and when they make that call to you and say, yeah, I think we can, we can do that. Isn't, isn't, isn't it amazing to you? That God has been at work. So what I want us to see that 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 while we can ask what we will, it is, he, he's not trying to tell us to just begin to go to God with our list of requests. Because when we go to God with our list, our things that's going to make our life better, guess what our prayer is all about? Talking to God becomes more about us than who he is. Amen. When we go to him, I need a new car, I need a new house, I need a perfect husband, I need a perfect wife, I need my children to do what's right, uh, I, I need the people on my job to leave me alone and just let me make money. Y'all following me? I, I need this and I need this. It is all about our focus is wrong. Our focus becomes inward when it should be upward about the God who's able to do these things. Our focus shouldn't be on just what I can get to make my life better. My focus should be on, God, how can I live a life that brings you glory? How can I live a life that when people see the light shining in me, that light, the reflection is from you, the Father. So we need to make sure that when we realize that we can go to God, that we are asking God in prayer. We're talking to God about the things that, that, that will make us better individuals. So the focus is not on us, it's on God. We ask God, we seek God, because right what it says, it says, ask and it will be given to you. Who's going to give it to us? God. If you seek, you will find. Who's going to illuminate your eyes so you can find it? God. And if you knock, who's going to open the door? God, listen, this, this, all this is not about us. This is about the one who can do it. Uh, the, 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 a couple of weeks ago, I was upstairs in the office, and I was printing the programs for Sunday service, and brothers and sisters, I locked 
my keys, or at least I thought I locked my keys inside the church. So I shut the door, and, I, and I'm like, oh, my keys are inside the church. The day you were here, Richard, the day you and Ed were here, I, locked, I was outside the church, and I was standing there, and I was like, hmm, how am I going to get inside the church? Never, my, my first thought was not to, like, call somebody with a key. My first thought, I stood there for a few moments wondering, how can I get inside of this church? I just stood there, and I'm looking, and I even, knowing that the only person in the building was me, I was peeping through the glass. <laughs> like somebody else had got in. You, you ever have the moments? That, that, that for a moment, I'm just like, I'm outside the church. And I'm like, my truck is here, my keys. I, and I start thinking in my phone, I can turn my truck on. And then I'm like, why would you want to turn the truck on? The key to move the cars upstairs. So I had a moment. So I called Ed. And I was like, hey, brother. Because Ed and Richard had just left the church. And Ed told me that he was going to Costco's. And I'm a geographically smart guy, and I'm like, there's no Costco's close around here. So I called Ed. I was like, Ed, I, brother, I'd unlock myself outside the church. He says, no problem, brother. I'm on the way back. I said, where are you? He goes, at Costco's. <laughs> and brothers and sisters, I stood out there just standing there. Just standing and standing, and something says to me, clear as day, your keys are not upstairs, you left them in your truck. After about 15 minutes, so I decided to take that slow, shameful walk to the truck, and when I get to the truck, lo and behold, my keys are in the cup holder. So I said, I better call Ed. <laughs> and I said, Ed, but brother, where are you? He goes, almost there, almost there. I was like, turn around and go back to Costco's. I'm good. <laughs> what, 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 I told you that story is because we need other people. Ed's response to me was, cool, no problem, brother. I'm glad you got your keys. No, no big deal. Listen, I believe that's how God is on the other side of the door when we're knocking. When we're faced with challenges, we're knocking. God's on the other side of the door saying, this ain't no big deal. You know, I'm like, Ed, I got to give you gas money. Ed is like, no, man, I'm going back to Costco's. Bye. He hangs up the phone and he goes back. Listen, here I am. I'm on the other side. The only way I was going to get into the inside was somebody was going to have to let me in. Brothers and sisters, we are faced with things that the door has to be open, and the only person that can open the door is God, and guess what he's on the other side of the door saying? This ain't no big deal. I got you. The question is, have you asked? Have you sought after him? Have you been knocking? Because the things that we're asking God for is no big deal. He got all power in his hands. He's able to do those things that we need him to do. This is no big deal. Listen, listen to what God says to the, the remnant that was left in Israel. He says, seek me while I may be found. 
He's talking to us. Talk to me. Seek me. Brothers and sisters, I, I know this, this is one of them sermons where people can quickly leave and say, well, Pastor Willie said all we got to do is ask. All we got to do is seek, and all we got to do is knock, and God's right there. God's going to do it. That's not what I'm telling you. I want to be very clear. I want to be very clear. Nowhere in the scripture that it says that you're going to get everything that you want. Amen? I need to be clear about that. Because if I could get everything that I want, my daddy will be here another 50 years. Are y'all following me? <laughs> hey, listen, because oftentimes people will come back and say, well, I prayed, and God didn't answer my prayer. Oh, yes, he did. He just, he just didn't answer it the way you wanted him to answer it. Amen? Listen, it says ask. You, we, this is the stuff that we, we get confused. You can ask. But here's the good thing about it. Nowhere does it say that, that you're going to get everything that you want. Nowhere does it say that, that uh, uh, everything is going to be perfect in my life. Nowhere does it say that God is not, uh, he's tricked by our questions, by the things that we ask. Okay? Listen, because I want to be very clear here. There's a scripture that says that God will give you the desires of your heart. Y'all with me? And you know what we begin to do? We begin to do what I said earlier. We begin to have all those lists of things that we want because it's a desire in our heart. So guess what we say? God's going to give it to me. God's going to give it to me. God's going to give it to me. Brothers and sisters, we're not operating with the right heart then. <laughs> because what that scripture is saying is that God will give you the very thing to desire. He will give you the very thing to desire. I know I'm right about this. Have you guys ever asked God for something and you didn't get it, but you're glad now that you didn't get it? <laughs> Anybody? It, 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 yeah, yeah, that, you prayed, you prayed, God, I need this, I want this, and, and it didn't come, it didn't happen, and now you're glad. I'm so glad some stuff that I asked God for that he didn't do, that it wasn't in his will for me. Because these, these next couple of verses talks about that his goodness. It talks about a, being a good father. Listen. Again, I want to go back real quick before I move. That there's no, you're not going to get everything that you want. God, God knows when our requests are selfish. And this is good news right here, brothers and sisters. He's not limited by what we request. What we request. Because sometimes, sometimes we want a little bit. And his wonder that he wants to pour out of is big. Aren't you glad about that? Y'all remember Solomon. What did Solomon ask for? And what did God give him? Everything. <laughs> Listen, Solomon wanted wisdom. He wanted wisdom to discern right from wrong. God said, because you asked for that, I got this for you. Brothers and sisters, I'm telling you, when God gives us, when God gives us the desires of our heart, talk to him. Ask him for it. Seek him. Knock. And he'll allow him to give you those things, those things that we desire when we belong to him. He regulates our hearts. And we desire the things 
that he gives for us to desire. Is that not good news? Because our heart, Nathan, what did you say? The heart, the heart is what? Deceitful. But the mind is just what? Just an idiot. <laughs> In our minds, the heart's deceitful. Listen, and so if we, if we on our own, script, if the heart is deceitful, God has to give us. He has to give us the desires of our hearts. He has to. He has to change our hearts. He has to give us the things to ask him for. He has to give us the things to seek. He has to give us the things that we should be knocking for. Because if not, brothers and sisters, every request would be selfish. Every desire, every desire would be evil. So look at this, look at this. Almost finished. And it says, or which one of you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will you give him a serpent? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him. That's good stuff right there. Listen, I, man, I can, I can tell y'all stories about my daddy, how good my daddy is, the things that my daddy has done. And I promise you, if I begin to pass this mic around, there'll be more people talking about their daddy, how good their daddy was. Listen, even if he made you mad sometime, you'll be, you'll be able to find some good stuff to say about your daddy. And, and, and I have never asked my daddy for bread, and he's given me a stone. I've never asked him for fish, and, he's give, and he gave me a snake. Never. Are y'all following me? Hey, listen. But he pales in comparison to how good our father is in heaven. Are y'all listening to me? And you think about all the good things. Take a moment. Think about the good things that your daddy done for you. Think about them. Nothing in comparison to who God is. Don't go back and don't go home and tell your daddy, you ain't nothing, daddy. Don't do that. But when it compares to God, what God is saying, if you who are evil know how to do good things, that's something, isn't it? Because there's really no good in us. Just imagine how much more our father is. What, what it says is, how much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who what? Ask him. Have we been asking? Have you been seeking? Have you been knocking? Is anything too hard for God? Then why aren't we asking? Why aren't we seeking? Why aren't we knocking? That's, that's, that's what our life should be about, going to him who has all power in his hand, resting in him, trusting in him. He can do this. Brothers and sisters, when I started Matthew and I really looked at this, I was like, we can't go in big chunks. We need to go in small chunks because I really believe that these passages, these little, these little three, four, five, six scriptures are what we need to focus on. I really think sometimes we take... We take too big of a bite 
It's kind of like eating. You know, you want to, listen, you, you take a big bite, your mouth is full, you really can't eat because you got to work at it. But when you take it in small chunks, I want us to go home. If we remember nothing else, ask, seek, knock. Who are we asking? Who are we seeking from? Who can open the door that we're knocking on? Listen, so what you do is you take the focus off of you. And our focus is on God. Look at verse 12, then I'm done. Verse 12 says this. So whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them. For this is the law and the prophet. So listen, now this, we're going to get back into that a little bit more. But I, 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 since we read it, I don't want to leave it out. This is, this is good stuff, y'all. I really believe that this is good because you cannot be asking God. Your heart is not right if you're asking God to do all these things for you and you want none of the same thing for others. Hello? So let's think about this. When we're asking, when we're seeking and we're knocking, do we want that for others? Are we, are we like this, the beginning of this chapter said, are we judgmental? Are we hypocritical? Are we holding them to a standard that we can't keep? Are y'all with me? So that, look, 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 this is where I will start. So whatever, stop, whatever you wish that others would do to you. Do also to them. I want to get too far because I want to talk about the law and the prophets next time. But this is a good place to plead. You know, I, I said, I can't really be praying to God. I can't be asking and seeking and knocking if I'm not talking to Sonia. <laughs> if I'm mad at Sonia, we're not talking. We're having a moment. Guess what I need to do first? Fix that issue. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to help us. If we, if we plan to talk to the master, if we, we plan to, ha- to, to allow him to give us our heart's desire, I got to be right with my brother. I can't be mad. I can't be mad at you, Jim. I can't be, I can't be acting stank with Jim and think I'm going to just be able to go home and talk to the master and everything's going to be all right. My first obligation is to get it right with Jim. I can't be mad at you, Leslie. I got, I got to treat you like a sister. Because if not, then I really believe all this is nothing. How can we expect God to, to hear us, to, to illuminate our eyes, to open the door? And we don't love one another. Ask, seek, and knock. And get right with your brother. Amen. I, I, listen, I ain't saying nobody's mad with anybody. Because I love, I love Jim, I love Leslie. I'm not talking about them now. You hear me? Just illustrations. If I knew some of y'all name, I'll call y'all name too, but they, they, they seem to be looking at me like they into what I'm saying. <laughs> Are y'all following me? God is good, brothers and sisters. Ask, seek, and knock. Let's pray. God, we thank you for the opportunity that we have just to hear your word. We thank you, God, that your word never gets old. It's fresh, and we need it in our lives. So, God, as we uh, seek to do your will, we pray that you will give us the very desires of our hearts and that our hearts would, would 
not just seek things that will make us happy, but will seek things that will allow others to see your good work and glorify you. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. As we are continuing in service, we will now give into our offering. Brothers and sisters, what kind of giver does God like? Y'all can say that. Don't be scared. Scripture says it. For God loves a cheerful giver. So, brothers and sisters, let's be excited about giving back to God a portion of that which he has blessed us with. Please stand and worship with us. <laughs> 